0: Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 218, and today I'm going to be sharing with you the five big takeaways that I received from attending the Seller's Summit Conference, the one that Steve Chu put on from My Wife Quit Her Job, and uh, I was able to speak there, meet a lot of amazing people, and meet a lot of you, actually. A lot of you that are listening probably attended that conference, and if you didn't, well, it was an awesome conference, and you probably should attend the next one next year. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to share some takeaways from this event. I had people that said, Scott, you really should give us a podcast of just the takeaways. So this way here, we can kind of, you know... I guess look inside of how you, you know, look at events or, you know, these different conferences and see exactly what you extracted from it. I mean, everyone is going to pull a little bit differently depending on where they are in their journey, but uh, I figured, you know what, I'll give you my five big takeaways because there are some, there's probably more, but let me just give you the top five. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I figured I would just kind of break it down for you so you can kind of see exactly what I took away from this, uh, this great event. I mean, minus, you know, everybody that I met there, I mean, podcast listeners, I mean, that to me was everything. I mean, it was awesome to be able to shake people's hands and look into the eyes of the people that I'm communicating with and that people that are listening and how it's impacting their, their lives and their families and just all of that stuff, just, just uh, motivation. I've had people that said, Scott, I just listen to you sometimes just for the motivation and the excitement and the energy in your voice. So keep it going. Um, and I wouldn't have been able to hear that if I didn't hear it from people in person. So the one thing, I mean, I'm not even going to get into the, you know, my, my top five yet or my five big takeaways yet, but the big thing is with like conferences or like meeting people, even if it's on a local meetup or whatever, it's just that interaction and the the you know being around similar people and getting the energy from those people experiences all that stuff is just Priceless. Um, so I probably should remind you guys too, if you guys are looking for a place to to hang out online, you know, we do have a Facebook group, uh, a lot of people in there right now that are doing great and willing to share. And uh, you guys can definitely go over and hang out in our Facebook community. And you can find that by visiting the amazing seller.com forward slash. F isn't Frank, B isn't boy. Uh, That's for Facebook, obviously. Um, So yeah, just you have to just go over there and just uh, you know request to join. Uh, Within a few hours, you'll be approved, and uh, yeah, you'll be able to go in there and start meeting people. And we've got people in there that have their own local meetups and uh, their own little hangouts online, and it's just a great place to meet people that are you know, very, very similar to to all of us, you know, that are out there trying to create a business, build a business to create freedom so we can live the life that we want to live. Uh, and that's really what it comes down to. All right, so before I dive into the five big takeaways from this uh, from this event, from this summit that I was just at, uh, I should remind you that we do have show notes. We have transcripts as well, so you can always head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash Two eighteen for this episode, and any other episode, you would just use that episode number at the end. Um, and yeah, we have transcripts there for you. You can download them. You can view them on the actual blog. Uh, so it's all there for you. And the other thing, anyone that is brand new that wants to get caught up to speed relatively quickly in like ten days or less, you can uh, you can go over to freeprivatelabelcourse.com. I created a free uh, course there for you to go through. It's a ten day course. It'll be delivered by email. And there'll be videos included in there of me walking you through step-by-step what it takes to build out uh, an Amazon business from scratch and how to get your uh, first product live on Amazon. So definitely go check that out if you're brand new and you're looking to get started or if you just want to see exactly what it takes to get this thing rolling. Uh, So again, that's freeprivatelabelcourse.com. All right, so. Let's dive in here. So, my very very first big takeaway is the power of like-minded people is absolutely freaking huge. Huge, all right? Because you're able to listen to other businesses and what they have done, okay? So you're going to listen to what they've been able to do and what they've been able to to, you know, avoid, right? Some mistakes, right? You're going to be able to learn From, you know, what they're planning to do because they've had some insight maybe or they've been inspired by someone else that they're bringing that over to that conversation that you're going to have. So I learned a ton by by being surrounded by these people over the course of a couple of days. And it just it actually got me to think even a little bit bigger right? It also allowed me to know that, hey, I'm I'm like everyone else, right? I'm, I'm running into obstacles or struggles. It also allowed me to say, wow, there's some things that I know a lot more about than these other people that I think that they have a bigger business in a sense, but they don't know marketing as well as I do maybe. So that was kind of eye-opening for me as well. Uh, but You know, when you're able to attend an event with like-minded people, you know, you can also see what they're focusing on, like what they are excited about, what's their next move in business, right? And that's pretty powerful. All right. And again, like I said, you can also hear their mistakes. Hey, listen, I did this one thing. I would recommend don't doing that because it cost me $3,000 and it didn't do anything other than put a debt in my, in my bank account or whatever. Right. So those are huge. And that's what I mean. Like connections are everything to me. And when you, when you find one or two good connections, I mean like someone that you really hit it off with and you have a very similar uh, mindset, it helps. It helps a lot. And this goes into like weight loss. Like we've talked about that before too, right? If you're trying to lose weight and you're surrounded with people that are as motivated as you, but yet they need an accountability partner, huge, huge, right? So connections are everything. So let's just, again, let's say it one more time, connections, (laughs) connections, connections, connections. They are awesome. Like, you know, depending if you've ever, uh, you know, attended an event or a conference, like to me, I don't necessarily look at the content itself I really look at the people that are going to be attending. Are there people there that I could connect with that could then help me build my business or help me you know, grow my thinking or any of that stuff? So that's really what I look at when attending any type of event. Um, so, I mean, again, let me just kind of go back to our live event, like we just recently did one not too long ago uh, in Denver, and it was called uh, TAS Breakthrough Live. And I created this for people to be able to come together, only 30 people. I limited it to a small group of just 30 people. And what we did is we had 10 hot seats. So the 10 hot seats uh, you know, were businesses that were are operating businesses. They weren't people that were just getting started. And the 20 people that were in the audience were also business owners. So then what we could do is break down each person's business those 10 people, and really learn through kind of like brainstorming, right, and then outside of that, we had lunch, we had dinner, we had after party, all of that is where the magic happens as well, and now all of those people are really excited to keep talking to each other, whether it's privately through Facebook, or whether it's in a Facebook group, or whatever, like that right there brought people together of like-minded, and there's power in that. There is so much power in that. And speaking of that event, I'm really excited to, to say that we are going to be having another one. We're, we're possibly toying around with the idea of like October-ish, but I'll let you guys know more on the details. If you guys have not checked out the little uh, the little reel that we put together, the highlight reel of that event, you should definitely check that out, or at least register for updates when we do decide to open that back up. That can be found at the amazing AmazingSeller.com forward slash live. And uh, yeah, that was amazing. I'm still riding a high because of that and just really excited about the next one. So, okay, let's move on to the next thing. So, the first one was the power of like minded people. I realized again, I already knew it, but I realized it again. It's huge. And the, the people that I met proved that. I met some really great contacts. Um, so, number two, Pinterest marketing. So depending on where you are in this process, you're might you might not be ready for Pinterest, right? Or any so, social media because you guys have heard me talk about if you're just getting started, you probably want to just stick to the plan. The plan is Getting products found, getting them launched and sourced and all of that stuff, getting them live, getting the momentum going, and then starting to think about building that external channel, that external brand outside of the Amazon platform, right? That's when Pinterest would come in. So I sat in on a Pinterest marketing uh, seminar or, you know, the, the, the basically the, the topic of that room was Pinterest marketing. All right, And uh, Tony Anderson actually did that one, who, again, is a contact. And uh, now, I mean, she's a very well-known blogger. She's an expert in the Pinterest space. May have her come on the show now. So if I never attended that event, I never would have met her, never would have been able to bring her on the podcast potentially. And I pick her brain, really, you know? So I learned a ton from sitting in on her presentation, but then also um, I was able to now get a connection with her. So see, I, I got all of that from just... Just that one session, uh, but she opened my eyes to how Pinterest worked, how the Pinterest marketing platform, uh, or how it can work for our businesses as is a physical product. Because you know people on Pinterest aren't just you know launching or you know talking about physical products. They're talking about just any products, you know anything. Not even just products, just stuff, right? Could be uh, ten exercise moves to you know burn belly fat or whatever it is, right? There's all that stuff happening on Pinterest, but. What I did realize is that they have their own paid ads platform. They have a pay-per-click platform and she broke down a whole bunch of different cool things that we can do when we get to that point. Um, she also made it very clear that it's a picture platform, meaning you have to have really, really nice images because the images are what gonna, is what gonna, is what's going to sell, if I can talk, it's what's going to sell the offer. And the offer doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to just drive people to your Amazon listing. What it means is that picture is going to get interest for them to come over to your website, your, you know, content to then get them to maybe join your email list and then uh, follow up with future uh, stuff. It can just be a direct offer, but it doesn't have to be. Uh, So again, you know, it's everything is picture driven. Uh, And again, to to understand how that works, if you do a pin, right, there's all of these different boards that you can create and all that stuff, but you can just skip all that really and just go directly to where you're doing pay per click. Um, on the platform because there's a lot of people there, but also you know she she mentioned that you know Pinterest is is dominated by women right now currently there's men on there but mainly women so does your product uh, does it uh, warrant being on you know Pinterest? Well, it depends on the type of product, right? So I think that would come down to the individual business, right? But just understand there's a ton. Did I say that with with a, a lot of, uh, you know, uh, accentuating that there is a ton of traffic on Pinterest? Tons, right? So that's a whole other platform that we can be getting traffic from. We always talk about Facebook, which I think is great. But Pinterest, we can go after keywords and certain uh, search terms and all that stuff. So really exciting stuff. So again, she talked about, you know, like a special offer that you could drive people to or a special contest or a special piece of content that's going to get them interested um, and helping them move forward. But really, you know, Pinterest can also be a massive content marketing strategy for our businesses. And as we move forward here, you guys are going to hear me talk more and more about it, about, you know externally marketing our products outside of Amazon, Pinterest would definitely be a pretty good size player in that as far as traffic goes. All right, so that's number two. That's another takeaway that I took away. Like Pinterest is something we probably should be paying attention to, but again, I'm going to go back to what I've always said, when the time is right, that's when you're going to do it. If you try to do everything out of the gate, you're going to probably get frustrated. You're going to lose focus and probably not do as well as you could have. Right. So let's move on to big takeaway number three Facebook ads. You guys have heard me talk about it, but it made me realize again that, yeah, that's another platform that we should be taking advantage of when I'm putting that in the quotes, right? The air quotes when you are ready. So I'm assuming at this point, if you're going to start talking about Facebook ads, you got to have a plan in place. You can't just go and start advertising Facebook ads to your product page on Amazon. I don't think that's the smartest move. What I think the smartest move is is to have a plan in place to then send that potential customer down a path that can educate and get them familiarized with your products and you know what you offer and then also a little bit more about your brand. Right? But the main the main objection here for me personally is to take Facebook traffic and turn it into an email opt-in, and then then I can direct them to where I want them to go. But the great thing about Facebook ads, and this, this is what was talked about in the presentation about Facebook ads, was you can target your audience very, very precisely. Now, I already knew this, but it, again, it validated and verified what I was already saying, and that you can do so much with targeting your audience. Right, you can find the exact person that you're trying to to go after. The same, you can go after the exact age, right? You can go from like 22 to 40 if you want, or 22 32, whatever you want to do. You can target those people. Uh, So, you know, again, Facebook ads, you could run, you know, run traffic to to specials um, that are on your e-commerce store or your blog, right? And then capture their email address, or maybe you're running a contest, right, for seven days. I think this is a great strategy. If you took a Facebook ad, you targeted people that were in your audience or in your uh, in your market, right? And it's easy to find these. Just go and find fan pages that are related to your your particular market and then start running ads to those people. And it could be, you know, again, I go back to the garlic press. Maybe you can have the garlic press. You could have... Uh, some type of special peeler, you could have uh, maybe a $25 gift card to Amazon, you could also do maybe a garlic storage bag, you could also do maybe a lemon press, whatever, right? You could do those things and then make it a pretty good size offer and then you can drive traffic to this contest page for you know seven days and then collect these emails and then you have those emails of people that you know that are targeted because you targeted them before you ran the ads to them. And then you turn them into an email subscriber, then you can, you can deliver more content around that particular topic, right? So that's, a, that's an easy way to do it without even having a huge plan in place, right? So specials to an e-commerce store or your blog is a great idea. You're going to be able to build your email list by using Facebook ads. You can do this by just using discount codes. So if right now you are relying heavily on Facebook review groups, well, why not do this? Why not take a Facebook ad, take those same audiences that you're targeting, and then from there, put a landing page in place that says, you know, Whatever, 50% off or 75% off. This garlic press normally sells for $29.95. You get it today for 75% off. Just click your your, you know, put your email here and you'll instantly get the code. Boom, you do that, you send them a code, and then you're building an email list at the same time. Here's the other cool thing you can do with Facebook ads. Again, this was what this was talked about retargeting. And again, guys, if this is way over your head, it's okay. Just understand that this is like next level stuff, but this is the stuff that I took away that I know is important that I want to implement. Implement here relatively quickly in uh, my businesses okay so retargeting your landing page so let's say for example uh, someone goes to that contest they opt in or maybe they don't opt in but they go to that page I can put a pixel from Facebook on that landing page whether they opt in or not and then I can start building a custom audience inside of Facebook that I can run other ads to it's really really powerful okay so again Facebook ads are huge and I think that they're not going anywhere All right, Um, you could also build a lookalike audience from a list that you've already built. Maybe you already have an email list of a thousand people. Well, you could take that email list, upload it into Facebook, and then create um, an audience from that because Facebook will go out and find those emails and all the emails that are the same emails that are in Facebook from these profiles, it'll find them and it'll create a custom audience. Then you can create a lookalike audience of those people. So now it'll go out and match similar profiles to that audience right? You guys hear that I'm talking a little bit faster because I get excited about this stuff. This stuff is really, really awesome stuff. All right. And then Facebook ads, like anything else, it's always driven usually by images um, and the messaging. You know, you want the right messaging, but the images is what's going to get the attention. So, uh, and that's what they stress in this presentation too. Is really you really have to test images. Some images are going to get better clicks than others, and, and you're going to have to figure that out. And that's again, you're going to lose a little bit of money before you're going to start making money. That's just part of the process. All right. Now, the other little side note here I should throw in there, and this is something that, um, that I've, you know, looked into doing and I'm going to be doing more of, but you can go to your competitors' Facebook ads and if you find any, Okay, you can start going through their sales funnel. So here's here's how this would look. Let's say, for example, you uh, notice that you were selling or that you're selling a garlic press, and you notice that when you go to Facebook, there's an ad for a garlic press that someone is advertising, right? Or maybe a contest or whatever. Just like we just said, you can click on that, okay? And then let's say it goes to a landing page, you're going to opt into that. Then let's say it brings you to a landing page that you can buy the item, you buy the item, and then from there after you buy the item there's an upsell for, you know, buy 2 get 1 free or something, and then you buy that and then you so you would go through this entire funnel Making screenshots of the entire process and now you're reverse engineering what your competition is doing because if they're spending money on ads, there's a good chance that they're converting at enough to where it's it's at least breaking even if not, it's making a profit and now you're understanding how to build out a sales funnel by going through that little bit of a reverse engineering type of process. All right. And I know guys, this is a little high level stuff, but a lot of you said you wanted to hear more about it. So I'm giving you it, right? And this is again what I talked about and this is what I get excited about. All right. So let's move on to step four, not step four, let's, the the fourth big takeaway from the conference, all right? E-commerce stores are still working. <laughs> We're all like focused on Amazon business, and that's, again, that's kind of what I started in as far as like the e-commerce space, but there's a lot of people doing really well with the e-commerce stores all by themselves by driving their own traffic, whether it's Facebook ads, Google ads. Uh, Bing ads, um, other private networks, banner ads, all of that stuff to an e-commerce store, right? There's people that are out there doing e-commerce sales and not even selling on Amazon. Which those people, we got to talk, right? And that's kind of I was talking to people at the conference, and it was it was kind of funny because you know they were pretty successful in the e-commerce space, full-time living type success, but they weren't selling on Amazon yet, you know, so. Again, we can bridge that gap by by you know taking what's already working on e commerce and then launching it on Amazon as well or other platforms, eBay, whatever. Um, but yeah, the big takeaway here was that it was kind of like eye opening to me that there was a lot of people on e commerce, like selling you know on e commerce, their own e commerce stores and doing really well with it, and starting from scratch today and building them. I know Steve Chu has a course all about that you know about building his own e- or you know your own e-commerce store. Um, so there's definitely a market still there for that, all right? Because it comes down to this though. On the e-commerce store when you're usually doing that, you're building your own brand, right? And you've heard me talk about that most recently about, you know, building your own brand, building your own platform, your own channel. You know, that could be, again, you know, and it doesn't have to be complicated. You can use uh, services like Shopify or Big Big Commerce, right? You can use those different solutions to create your own e-commerce store. But I think with an e-commerce store, you need content that's going to be kind of wrapped around those products as well, right? But the cool thing about your own e-commerce store, and this, again, is what they all told me, is they own the customer information. Right? So if you get a sale through a Shopify store, you automatically have all their information. You have their address, you have their phone numbers, you have their email address, you have all of that stuff. Yes, Amazon gives us some of that information, but they don't give us the email and they don't give us any way that we can directly communicate with them, right? We have to go through their their system. So we have to be careful with that, right? You own the customer information, right? The other thing is, is when you have an e-commerce store, you're usually controlling your paid traffic. You're controlling the traffic to your site by understanding Facebook ads, Pinterest marketing, Instagram, uh, YouTube ads, all of that stuff. You're able to dictate how much traffic you're going to get. And the big thing comes down to this, and this is something we're going to be talking more about is really about how to make it so when someone enters your store there's a way for them to come in and become a prospect but then also lead them through the journey of possibly buying products you know through there. If you want to see a really good example of this, go to VistaPrint, buy something there like business cards and see how they take you through this upsell funnel, right? It's just really really it's an education in itself. Uh, GoDaddy, same thing. Um, So just you need to understand that with an e-commerce store, you do have more control. Amazon is great, right? Amazon's like a drug in a sense. It's just sometimes it's quick and easy um, because you don't need all that other stuff, but you are at the mercy of Amazon and you have more competition there that you have less control over. All right. So, number four for me was there's a lot of e commerce stores out there that are just starting today that are doing well and that have been out there for a while doing really, really well. Um, Okay. So, the last big takeaway that I want to bring up here is building marketing funnels is huge and it's part of building a real business. All right. And, you know, I was sitting uh, in on a mastermind, uh, round table discussion. The last day actually was the, we had the event on, it was, uh, let's see, Friday, Saturday and Sunday, Steve Chu had a private mastermind with just the speakers. So because I was able to speak at this event, I was able to sit in on this table on this, on this uh, mastermind session, which was awesome by the way. So I was able to sit there with, with a very, very, um, you know, diverse, you know, type of, uh, you know, business people, right? Some people were there only e-commerce. Some people were there only Amazon. Some people were there software tools. Some people were there podcasting. Some people were there, uh, you know, brick and mortar. So there was all different types of people, which I love, right? Because everything kind of still works together in the same, but you're able to pull ideas and extract, you know, kind of like what's working, what's not. But the one thing that I did walk away with was I was sitting down, uh, or we were sitting down at the table with an Amazon seller who does, you know, seven figures a year. And, uh, the one thing that, uh, that he said was that his, most of his traffic is coming externally, not from Amazon. He did that purposely. Right. He did that because he did not want to rely on Amazon. And he said it blatantly, just right out there. I don't want to give Amazon all my money. Right. If I can get a customer to buy on my own site, I'm going to save five, 10, $15, depending on the cost, maybe more. Right. That's money in my business's pocket. Right. So I can, if I can take and build an external channel to allow me to do that, then why wouldn't I want to do that? And I agree with him. Right. And I'm also listening to this guy because he's doing seven figures a year. Right. So, you know, he went through exactly what he what he has done to build that business to a seven figure business. And also that funnel building on the on the back end of things here on the outside of Amazon is critical to having that success and really learning what it takes to bring a customer in. What it takes to convert a customer to a customer and and really make that all work. And then how to launch new products to those existing customers. Because we all know that a customer is worth more than a prospect, right? A prospect is great, but a customer has already proven that they're potentially going to buy more and they've reached in their in their in their wallet and they pulled out, you know, a credit card, right? So, you know, he does not depend on Amazon as as his own channel. And that's why he's like, you know, I don't even care. Like I'll share my product. I don't care because you got to go out there and create the sales funnels that I've built to take people through, you know, like the sales flow and kind of like the content marketing and all of that stuff. Right. But I mean, he knows what it takes to create a Facebook ad and turn it into a customer. He's done it, you know, but it. It wasn't like like he said too, he's wasted a lot of money getting to the point where he's at. But once you get to that point, once you dial it in, once you see that I I you know, I give the 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 front end of the funnel two dollars, and at the end it turns out to be, you know, four dollars. Well, who isn't gonna do that to double their money as long as you have it worked out that pretty much every time you put two dollars in, you get four dollars out. Who wouldn't do that? Uh, you know what I mean? So That's, uh, that's definitely, uh, a big takeaway that I took from that was building marketing funnels, which I already knew this and I already was planning on doing it. But when I sat there and heard his story and kind of what he's doing, it got me even more excited because I'm like, dang it, I'm on it. I'm on the right track here. I'm doing exactly what he said to do. And there's nothing that he described that was out of the norm, uh, out of the norm for me. Did it tell me that there was work to be done? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's not something you're just going to go over there and build something and it's going to automatically happen, right? It takes work. It takes some capital to start, you know, spending money on ads to see what's working and what's not working. A lot of tests, right? So it's it's an ongoing process, right? Um, but the other cool thing that he was saying was, you know, once he has that customer list, he's also able to ask them questions like how to better, you know, serve them or what else would li- they like to see? So it helps them or helps him and his business build the next product or create the next product. And then he's got a customer base that he can launch it to, right? So it just keeps keeps circulating, right? And, uh, and it's, it's really awesome. And I got really excited about that. Um, and he just talked about refining and tweaking the funnel is kind of like the name of the game, right? Test new offers. Test new lead magnets. We call them lead magnets. It's basically a lead magnet is like the offer. So if you're going to give away a product for a deep discount, test that and see how that works. Or maybe you're going to give a free piece of content that could help someone be educated before they actually invest in the product. So that could be the lead magnet, as they call it. All right. The one thing that he said and another seller had said there is Amazon can be addicting and prevent you from trying to build that outside sales funnel. And I just actually got off the phone with one of my private label classroom students who's doing very well. He's doing about four hundred thousand dollars in revenue, uh, you know, a month. Uh, but he said one of his biggest, uh, you know, sticking points right now is that you know he's keeping up with inventory. He's keeping up with the day to day operations and you know, it's kind of like you're on the Amazon drug. It's like, you know, it's it's kind of going, it's flowing and you're relying on their traffic and you're relying on all of their stuff. But it's a pretty slippery slope because if something happens, God forbid, your business is wiped out overnight. So by listening to uh this gentleman that I was uh, that I was uh, you know hanging out with and actually just to kind of give you guys a little bit of a heads up uh as the time I'm recording this right now he is going to be on the show and it might be the very next episode I'm not quite sure yet but you're going to probably want to pay attention to the next couple episodes because I'm planning on having him come on and really dig deep into his process and kind of like you know what it took to get where he is um so we're definitely going to dive into kind of like his funnel um so definitely look out for that. But again, I mean, Amazon can be addicting in a sense to where it seems that it's um, it's an easier platform to get started, which it is. But uh, it was funny because there was another guy sitting in on this conversation that has a, a very successful Amazon business too. And he was saying his problem is, is that he sees a ton more products that he can launch before he can actually launch them because, you know, you're kind of you're kind of strapped as far as like all of your money is kind of being invested into other inventory and he can't roll them out fast enough. So that's kind of like the Amazon drug, right? It's like we we see that we can launch these really really fast. Um so Again, that was my big takeaway there from uh, that, uh, that mastermind session that I was able to be a part of, which was really awesome. Um, so again, let me just kind of uh, go over them real quick again. The five big takeaways from the Seller Summit Conference was one, the power of like-minded people is huge. When you get a chance to hang out with like-minded people, do it and uh, don't just be a taker, be a giver as well. Really, really important. Two, Pinterest marketing is a huge opportunity for us when the time is right. Take advantage of that if your uh, market and your product um, can uh, can be used there. Three, Facebook ads, really, really important. We can do so much with them and I think we've just scratched the surface. There's so much that we can do um, with those as well. Number four was that e-commerce stores are still working and they're still being built every single day. It's just Amazon is really uh, kind of like the big front runner right now because a lot of people seeing it as a great opportunity and it's easier to get going and get traffic. Um, Five is building your marketing funnels. Uh, again, I think once we move past the initial stages of building uh, and invalidating a product or products on Amazon, then that might be the time to start building out your external marketing funnels and uh, start controlling your own traffic. So uh, yeah, that's what I took away. A lot, I took away a lot. There's probably more that I could dig through, but I think that's a pretty good overview of the Seller Summit Conference put on by Steve Chu. So Steve, if you're listening, uh, nice job, bro. You did did a great job and it was a great, great conference. And uh, yeah, it was just awesome. And I was uh, very, very um, honored and uh, really, it was just a privilege to speak there and meet a lot of you, the TAS listeners. And if you were one of them there, I want to say uh, once again, thanks for uh, coming up and shaking my hand and, uh, and just saying hello. It means a lot now that I can see who I'm actually speaking to when I'm behind the microphone. So once again, I want to say thank you. And anyone that is uh, new to the community, the TAS community that is, and you wanted to head over and get yourself kind of caught up to speed relatively quickly, or if you have questions, you can always visit our Facebook page. And that can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash F as in Frank, B as in boy. And uh, you can get a lot of resources over there. A lot of great people And then just one last reminder, if you guys are brand new and you wanted to figure out this business model and see if it's for you or see exactly what the steps are to get your first product launched, you can always head over to freeprivatelabelcourse.com. That is the 10-day email course that will walk you through exactly what it takes to get up and running. All right, guys, that is it. That's going to wrap it up. Once again, I want to say thank you so much for taking time out of your day. I know you guys have a lot of choices out there for podcasts or your attention, And I want to just again say thank you so much that you took me along for the ride or the run or wherever you are. I just want to say again, thank you. It means a ton. All right, guys, that's it. That's going to wrap it up. Remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I'm rooting for you. But you have to. You have to. Come on, say it with me. Say it loud. You know what's happening here. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day. And I will see you guys right back here on the next episode. Peace.